Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mesech Shabbos, Perik Yod, Mishnah Vav, and Perik Yod Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Zarabas, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shama, should I have an Aliyah? And Mishnah Vav tells us, Someone who cuts their fingernails one with another, meaning they peel one fingernail off with their fingers, or with their teeth, meaning they bite their fingernails. Or someone who pulls their hair out with their hand, or their mustache, or their beard, a woman who braids her hair, a woman who paints her eye, that means she puts on eye makeup, or a woman who parts her hair. So Rebbe Lezer says this person is chayiv for doing so. They're chayiv achatas. Now why is that? Well, because with all these, a person is over a tolda of an av malacha. What is he over? So if a person bites their fingernails or pulls out their hair or beard or mustache, so they would be chayiv for a tolda of geizes, which is shearing. A woman who braids her hair or who parts her hair is chayiv for baina, for building, and a woman who paints her I is chayv for kaisev for writing. However, the Chum argue, they answer this because of a shvus, which is a drabanon. They don't say that it's 100% mutter to do these things, it's still usher, but it's only usher drabanon, and a person would not be chayv achatos for doing this. The mission continues, a person who detaches something which is growing in a perforated flower pot. Chayev, he's chayev. So a perforated flower pot is a flower pot that has a hole in the bottom. That's what a perforation is. Perforation is a hole. So if a person detaches something which is growing in this flower pot, he's chayev. And why is that so? That's because it's considered like it's growing from the ground. Since it has a hole in it, it can draw nourishment from the ground, even though it's not actually on the ground. So it's like he's detaching something which is growing in the ground. Whereas Vishayinu Nakov, if he detaches something which is growing in a non-perforated flower pot, Potter, he's Potter for doing so. However, Reb Shimon Potter, Bazeh, Ubazeh, Reb Shimon Potter is in both of these cases, according to Reb Shimon, if something's growing in a flower pot, it's not considered like it's growing from the ground. Period. So he wouldn't be chayv in either case, according to Reb Shimon. And now moving on to Parak Yud Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. Now it's over here where the Rav describes different Rishuyas of Shabbos, so we are going to also, even though we have mentioned these Rishuyas previously. So we're going to start with Rosh Hashayachid. Rosh Hashayachid is a private domain, and this is any area which is a minimum of 4 by 4 Tfachim and surrounded by Mechitzos, which are walls or partitions, that are at least 10 Tfachim high. Now Rosh Hashayachid a public domain, is an area at least 16 amos wide, such as a road or a marketplace, and according to some, there actually has to be at least 600,000 people that go through this area for it to be considered Rosh Hashanah. Now, the airspace of Rosh Hashanah also has a din of Rosh Hashanah, but only up until 10 Tfachim. Above 10 Tfachim is called a Makayim Petur. And for that matter, an area above 3 Tfachim that is not 4 by 4 Tfachim wide is considered a Makayim Petur as well. Now, there is an area that we've mentioned previously, which is in between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah, and this is called a Carmelis. What's a Carmelis? It would be any area that's surrounded by Mechitzos, but it's not 4 by 4 Tfachim, or it's 4 by 4 Tfachim, but it doesn't have Mechitzos that are 10 Tfachim high. Or it could be something that's a large area that's not used by a lot of people, such as the ocean or a large field of sorts. All these would be defined as a Carmelis. And as we've already said previously, one is only high for transferring directly from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah or vice versa, but if someone transfers with some rishos in the middle, so then he wouldn't be chai for that. So Alf tells us, Someone who throws an object from Rosh to Rosh or Rosh from Rosh to Rosh would be chai for that. However, let's say he throws it, from one Rosh to another Rosh and it passed through a Rosh So here we have Machlaikas. 
Rabbi Kiva Machayev v'chacham patron. Rabbi Kiva says that he's chayev v'chacham says he's pater. Now, why does Rabbi Kiva say he's chayev? That's because we have a concept that's called kluta kamisha honcha. Something which is colored, which is caught in the airspace of a defined area, is considered to be like it rested there. So according to Rabbi Kiva, if a person threw something that just passed through the airspace of Rosh Hashanah it's considered like it rested in the Rosh Hashanah and he'd be chayev for that. But the chachamim don't say that. Now we're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bay's continuing to talk about this case and on to Mishnah Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.